If you're a pastor, elder, deacon, nonprofit board member, or business owner, I need you to listen to this. K&K Furnishings needs to be on your shortlist. K&K Furnishings are committed to helping you find the right furnishings for your church or organization. These guys specialize in quality worship seating, welcome centers, cafes, nurseries, classrooms, as well as stage and podium furnishings. The two owners have over 70 years of combined pastoral experience, so not only will every transaction be handled with integrity and professionalism, but they have the experience to provide you with the perfect solutions for your furniture needs, and they absolutely understand your budget constraints and demands. K&K Furnishings are devoted to providing you quality pieces that save you money. They can do this because they don't have the overhead of a brick and mortar store and they have relationships with over 200 manufacturers nationwide. Look, we all know there's a lot of junk out there. K&K understands that many times bargains aren't true money savers. They end up costing you more in the long run. At K&K, they believe that quality furnishings don't have to be outrageously expensive. And here's the best part. K&K Furnishings sells nationally and can also provide in-person consultations in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. If you can't meet in person, they'd be happy to set up a Zoom consultation for you today. So whatever your next project is, whether it's your home office or your church sanctuary, K&K Furnishings is the only place you need to look. Go to www.kkfurnishings.com to see how they can help you or call 567-318-4520. That's www.kkfurnishings.com or call 567-318-4520 or click on the link in the description of this episode. K&K Furnishings, furnishing business, education, worship, and hospitality for the glory of God. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I got to tell you about Jacob's Supply. Jacob's Supply is the place you got to go for all of your material needs. These guys bring you construction supplies and appliances for up to 50% off retail price, all brand new. Your home builder needs some lumber? Jacob's Supply has you covered. You a deacon at your church and you're in charge of that next Narthex floor job? Jacob's Supply has got you. Heck, they got Cortec Luxury Vinyl Plank right now for $3.59 a square foot. Go look that stuff up at Lowe's or Home Depot, man. That stuff is selling for $7 to $8 a square Square foot. That's over 50% off retail. Even if you just have some home projects you're working on, Jacob Supply is the place for you. I just built an outdoor grilling area this spring for that old smoker and grill. Guess where I got the metal roof, lumber, and screws? Yeah, that's right, Jacob Supply. Looking for a fridge, stove, washer, dryer? They got them all, and their name brand. Samsung, Bosch, Frigidaire, all 20, 30, 40% off retail. Brand new and ready for you. Located in Temperance, Michigan, it's worth it to stop by even if you're a few hours away. And remember, Jacob Supply can ship products nationally too. So even if you're out of state, you gotta check them out. Follow them on Facebook at Jacob Supply or call them direct at 734-224-0978. That's 734-224-0978. 0978. Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. There it is. <laughs> that 30-second countdown was hilarious. Oh, welcome back to another episode of Dead Men Walking Podcast. Yes! Joe Biden's America, where the inflation is so bad, mm. the Black Friday sales just seemed like regular prices from a year ago. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I did see an 80-inch TV at Best Buy for like five ninety nine. Oh, thanks for so, stepping on my joke, you know. Jason. I oh, sorry, that. sorry, sorry about that. Don't they, don't they teach you in comedy? Yeah. It's yes and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just nah, agree. Nah, nah. And, uh, just nah. <laughs> oh, how much was it? Five ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, dude, an eighty inch. Eighty. I know, dude. Right. I don't even have eighty it's... inches on a wall anywhere. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Free space. Yeah. man. Oh, but yeah, we're live. So uh, yeah, we're doing another current uh, news uh, edition. Sure. 
Sure. Right, and we we're live, so hopefully you guys are watching us on uh, YouTube and Facebook and all those places we broadcast live. But we wanted there's so much news going on. There is uh, this week that we wanted to do uh, another one. But before we jump into that, how you doing, brother? Doing awesome, man. Enjoying the yeah. snow in Michigan. You know it. Did you uh, Did you get to eat some turkey? A few oh my days ago? gosh, we had so much food, man. Yes, it was just I've been eating turkey, ham. Stuffing mm. and potatoes and oh, yeah. garlic green beans for the Keep last it four days, five days, you know. Ah. Do you, let me ask you this. Yeah. Maybe we're the only family that does this, but when you have Thanksgiving leftovers, do you also eat them for breakfast? Sometimes? Absolutely. Yeah? yeah? So I'm not the only one? Yeah, man. The other day, um, <laughs> used the ham on some egg sandwiches, but I also had some uh, stuffing and right. Know, Mashed potatoes. So, yeah, man, for sure. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, pumpkin pie for breakfast. <laughs> like coffee. Wait a minute. Now that's... I mean, I'm I'm not afraid. Well, I guess that's 6 like... 6 a.m. Yeah, it's like a Cinnabon or a Danish or whatever. Right, right? yeah, exactly. Why can't we have pie for breakfast Just if like we can a, have a Cinnabon? Just uh, like a quiche, a nice quiche. Yeah. But, but a uh, quiche, isn't a quiche egg? Yeah, I think so. But I think isn't they it? make them out of a bunch of different things. Do they? Right? Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't a, know. I'm, I got a couple of friends that are chefs right now listening that are like, exactly. you guys are idiots. They are, they are <laughs> upset know what it, about know what, what we're saying. I don't. I thought it was like an egg bake. Like, isn't a quiche like an egg bake? Yeah, it I sounds the right. right I mean, I've, like I've ate egg, them you before. You scramble it up, but... you put a bunch of stuff in it, throw it in the oven, and it like bakes. Sounds like you know exactly what you're talking about, no, Greg. I don't. So I don't know how much flour's in it, too. We call that you're an like... egg bake where I'm from. <laughs> I don't know the You're like, yeah, there's actually French a cup of like flour, um, 10 eggs. Um, yeah, I have no idea what's in it. Oh, uh, I no, don't know great. either. But uh, yeah, we did the uh, Thanksgiving thing. We hosted, so that's nice. Nice. Yep. Um, everyone goes, oh, it's so kind of you to host. And then in my mind, I'm going, it's kind of an ulterior motive because it's like, I don't have to go a bunch of Right, places. right, exactly. Like, yeah, there's a lot of cleanup and dishes. Yeah. And, uh, we actually had some family members that were kind enough to clean up and do the dishes. Nice. But then everyone leaves and you go, oh, I'm at my own house. I know, exactly. You know? Yeah, man. Do you do the multiple places in the same day or no. do you spread it out or what do you do? We were doing that for a little while and that was, that's, it's just too much. So, you it know, is. one, one side of the family, we, we change the day and then the other side of the family, we go on the day of, and uh, it kind of bounces back and forth. But yeah, we had everybody over our house for Thanksgiving and yeah, nice. it was great. And especially having, you know, a toddler running around, she has her toys and she, you know, has everything there that, that, uh, can preoccupy her for the most part. Right. And, uh, so that's, that's very nice, but, uh, yeah, man, had a great time, had a great time with family. Yeah. So. It is nice spending time with family. Absolutely. Uh, when you like your family. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the position where I do like my family. Right. Right. And my extended family. They're good people. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. Um, so what else is new? Anything else besides uh, the snow we got, the uh, the the Thanksgiving, the food? Man, we I mean, just, we're doing pretty good, right? Yeah, for just sure. We out. just had a ton of things in the uh, in the news coming out right now. Um, you want to talk about it? The new variant. Okay. Um, yeah. And then we also had <laughs> the Beatles had their new movie coming out on Disney Plus. Not sure if you knew about that. No, I didn't. I Get haven't been back. That. Yeah. So they filmed all of that, and I've been wondering. When they were going to release something like that. Yeah. Because you know that the Beatles had a bunch of cameras around all the time. Right. Videotaping and everything. So, yeah, I mean, Get Back, the the record Get Back um, was filmed. Um, and, yeah, it was just it was just amazing seeing them writing songs, you know, seeing them writing Don't Let Me Down and, and just... You know, just so many amazing songs on that record. So, what is it like a rockumentary, or is it like a? It's like a. 
yeah, documentary, I mean, basically? It, it, looks like, it looks like they're writing the tunes right there in front of you, um, bringing okay. in different uh, producers and players and, you know, how they recorded it. And I want to say it was three weeks or something from start to finish. Oh, really? And it's like, yeah, it's like, you got to be kidding me, you know, to write an album like that. I mean, it's it's insane. But, you know, uh, those uh, documentaries and, and those movies about, Music mm-hmm. as a musician, always they suck me right in. Oh yeah, man. they get me. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, Dave Grohl did one about the uh, Neve board that he found. Oh yeah, the and then uh, set up Sound his studio. City. Sound City. Sound is that City, what it is? Yeah. Yep. And yep. Uh, I watched that. And it was just unbelievable, just yeah. because the technical aspect of yep. him saving that studio and kind of wanting that one recording board, so you're working off of like two inch fat tape, where it gives you that real raw, gritty sound. Where right. Like you know, if nothing's digital. If you're cutting something, you're literally going in, cutting tape, and then yeah, taping it back together. Analog. And then he, I think he had, uh, he had one of the Beatles come in on that and record a song. He had Zach Brown come in and do something. He was, had all these different guys come in and do all this different type of music. Right. Not just rock, but some was country. Some was like, you know, rockabilly. Yeah. It was yeah. an interesting, uh, it was a great, but, yeah, I got yeah. sucked into it. I mean, with Dave Grohl, I mean, you have such a diverse <laughs> musician. He can play any kind of, you know, yeah. style, um, whether it is on the guitar, whether it is on the drums. Um, I mean, he he's a music lover, and I love hearing him in interviews talk about music. It's yeah. it's just great. I mean, I I love it. Um, Plus, I love the way he just man he beats on those skins. Yeah, dude. You as a drummer, I'm sure <laughs> gosh, it's just man. loud and it's right. like in your face. Yeah, I mean. uh, and he can play nuanced as well too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he definitely has uh, precision and nuance. But when he's just banging on him, you're like, oh yeah, my gosh, he's exactly. Those things are beating, you know? <laughs> know, right. man alive. It's but, yeah, it's great to see. Cool. You want to talk about some news? For sure. Should we play the Newsy News clip for this live Well, yeah. Because it is technically People news. People can't wait. <laughs> Plus, we love Okay, here we go. News, the news, the newsy, newsy news, the news, the news, the news, the news, the news, news. We got some news. Ah, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, so this is like an extended news. Exactly. We're just going to talk about some different... Uh, it, it, new stuff, right? Some current It's events, kind of some... uh, like our um, our show that we tried to start back in May. Yeah, spit and then out the bones, spit out and the then bones, kind of, and it got a good reception, and then it just I kind know, of fell off. I know. It was, it was uh, the su- the summer was was a little was a little so, different for us. So the but, idea lives on. Though, yeah, for right? sure, man. In yeah. theory, so that's what we're doing. It's here. always good for us to have conversations about real life. <laughs> You know, I mean, I mean, yes, yes, of course, theology is is exactly <laughs> what what's on my head. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, just have just talking about culture and how you know we live through some of these things <laughs> right. that are happening as as believers. Um, so what's on your mind? So here's one from the Daily Mail. Um, that's in the UK. Uh, the virus rules are blamed for 23% dive in young children's development. Disturbing studies show scores in three key cognitive tests slumped between 2018 and 2021 with face mask rules among possible culprits. Mm. So, yeah, that was uh, amazing. Can I make a comment really quick? Please do, because I just lost my spot. And and you can tell me if if your brain works this way. Yep. People watching and listening can tell us too. Okay, so they come out with a uh, uh, a jab. There you go. Okay. 
Uh, we're going to use some certain words yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, we got to watch it. Only for only for children, because shadow banning is real, people. Yep. Uh, and we've noticed it. Uh, so they come out w- with this jab, and uh, and they say it's strictly for kids, nine and or eleven and under. Works perfect for mm-hmm. them. Literally, the whole entire world says to who and to the CDC in the United States to go, but the kids kids aren't getting it. Right. Like they don't need it. What are you talking about? And they're like, oh no, they got to have it. We're going to start get putting it in schools and mm-hmm. we'll give it to the schools free. We won't charge them. And you're like, okay, this insanity all over again. And then literally two weeks later, now we have a new variant that only attacks kids. Right. Exactly. Like, my brain goes, wow, that's perfect timing. Exactly. Yeah. Now, well, along with that, I don't know if you heard this or not. I, okay. And I'm, I'm going to say something that, that, that I saw somewhere that I, I do not have it in front of me where I saw it. Okay. But they said that in South Africa, they were doing really well down there with the numbers. Yeah, that's what I And heard. then all of a sudden, the next day, like <laughs> this new variant shows up. It's like in that area you where know, they're like, okay. you know, but it's like, it's like, you know, by us saying those two things, it sounds like we're conspiracy theorists. It does. Right. But, but, but it's, it's just not, true. <laughs> it's not, though, because look, at, you're supposed to be, biblically, you're supposed to be wise as serpents, yeah. gentle as doves. You're supposed to use discernment. And now we've also been been bombarded for the last, you know, 20 plus years with a mainstream media that just carries the water for, for whatever narrative right. that certain people are pushing, whether it's in power or politicians or yep. corporations or whatever it is. And, you know, I saw a meme a few a few months ago and it mm. said the... You know, conspiracy theories are the new spoiler alerts. Right, right. <laughs> because Isn't they that just the truth? Keep, right. And especially if you follow that stuff, you just see conspiracy after conspiracy. Then it's like, oh no, it was true. And and no one and it's almost like no one cares or mm-hmm. we have such short attention spans, we just go, Oh, well, move on to the next thing. When in fact, you know, my kind of discerning brain goes, Okay, we had we, we created a, a solution to a problem we didn't have. Yeah. No one really took it. And so then we created a problem. Now I'm not saying that uh, you know that variant was created or not, but like you're saying, man, we showed such low numbers in across Africa right. and South Africa specifically, and then literally the next the day next or two, it's day. like, oh no, we got we can't even All allow sudden, flights exactly from there. Yeah, which that's hilarious. Yeah, that's, remember when uh, Trump wanted to shut down. Uh, flights from China, Different and they said, he's yep. racist, yep. he doesn't he's like... He's a xenophobe. He's a xenophobe, he doesn't blah, blah, like blah. people of Asian descent, and this and that, yep. and then Biden does the exact same thing to Africa, but not a Ex- peep exactly. out of our mainstream media, Nothing. which is uh, insane. Right. Not insane, I take that back, it's par well, for the course now. It's exactly what they want. Um, but the, this, to, to end to end oh, this story real quick, um, this, the, this study, um, I wanted to add this in, but yeah. the study concluded that children born during the pandemic have significantly reduced verbal, motor, and overall cognitive performance compared to children born pre-pandemic. In addition, the report adds masks worn in public settings and in school or daycare settings may impact a range of early developing skills, such as attachment, facial processing, and socio-emotional processing so So everything what people were saying like lay people yeah because they have common sense Mm -hmm. when you take a two three four year old that needs to see have visual eye contact yeah uh, the human brain is still imprinting up until the age of six years old uh we go hey that can't be good now they're coming out and that's that's a study that came out you're saying out of wherever out of yeah yeah 
Yeah, that makes sense. Once again, conspiracy theories, right? Right, exactly. So you have a whole group of uh, parents and concerned citizens that say, hey, this isn't going to be healthy. And everyone goes, oh, no, it's fine. And then six months, eight months, a year goes by, and they go, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, there are drastic mental health effects, developmental effects for children. And you just go, when? That's why I'm convinced. Well, I'm convinced of depravity because of this. Oh, yeah. I'm convinced of man's uh, original sin and man's fallenness just because we continue to push through on things that, uh, you know, we used to call them common sense, but I don't even know if you can call them common sense anymore because it's not right. common. Right. It seems to be the minority. But we keep pushing through on these things that are not godly, not biblical. Um, they're not common sense. They're not, you know, air quotes, natural. We mm. would say, you know, natural would mean created by God, the, the the creator. But we just keep pushing on these things even when they're not. Yeah. You know, even the whole conspiracy theory on um, Dr. F, you know, oh, he's this great guy. Right. He's this, you know, this, this, uh, scientist and this uh, leader who's going to tell us when we should mask, when we should shut down, when we shouldn't, right? And then he flip-flops and, you know, and then you've got guys like Rand Paul from a year and a half ago going, hey, this guy, like, did all this research and he, you know, uh, what was it, gain to function or Uh function to gain or whatever it's called, you know, did all this this kind of sideways stuff and they went, oh, he's a crazy conspiracy theorist. And now, you know, a couple months ago, not only was he locking little baby beagles in uh, plastic cages and watching fleas eat their faces off. Uh, He was doing all kinds, funding all kinds of despicable things and, and funded it. Right. Exactly. Once again, the conspiracy theory becomes the spoiler alert. Exactly. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. We have, we've seen quite a bit of uh, craziness over the past couple of years. That's for sure. Especially on the progressive left. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I'm not sorry. I call, (laughs) I calls it how I sees it. You know what I mean? But as we always say, I mean, we're we're not saying that the left um, is the progressive left, you know, like the left is different than the progressive side of it. Right. Uh, Yeah. I would say I make the distinction between Democrat progressive, liberal, and leftist. They're they're all kind of four four buckets within Mm -hmm. the, the kind of left side. Kind of like how you have Republicans, conservatives, alt-right, and Tea Party. Mm. Or, they're kind of all different. Yeah. They're on, all kind of on that side, but it's, you know. But I, I would say, like, classic liberals and Democrats, they're a little bit more moderate and conservative. Your progressives and your leftists, they've lost their, ma- well, their mind. I mean, JFK, I'd probably line up with a lot of things that JFK <laughs> right. said, right? I think, we, I think we talked about that before. <laughs> right. Like, JFK was, like, you know, pro-life. Yeah. He was a Catholic pro-life. He <laughs> yeah. was pro-sound uh, money, anti-fiat money, wanted to end the Fed or reduce mm-hmm. it. Uh, he was pro-guns. He was pro-business. Mm-hmm. He lowered taxes. And you're like, good <laughs> Lord, this guy would be like a Ted right, Cruz right. Republican. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like, so that's how far the Democrats have actually shifted mm-hmm. when you look at their you know, their party now and the, yeah. and you have the AOCs and the Tlaib to, to Rashids here in Michigan, actually. And yeah. Nancy Pelosi's and it's like Elon Omar. And yeah. It's like whatever her name is late term, third abortions, climate control stuff. You know, yeah. that's Elizabeth insane. Warren tax Bernie uh, Sanders tax the rich at a hundred percent. A few of them have said exactly. We have, we have the makers and we have the takers. I mean, Elon yeah. Musk, for instance, is a maker. This guy is doing things for humanity and he is trying to fix the problem. You know, they want, they want uh, climate, climate change. They want, you know, they want, they want control of uh, what's going out of factories and how to fix it and go in electric and all these things. And Elon is doing it while he's making something to help them and their cause 
they're still like, oh, wait a second. You need to pay a little bit more to us because we're takers, right? Yeah. Like that's exactly what he's, what they're doing to Elon. Um, and now, you know, yeah, of course. I, if if you want to throw me in the Elon uh, fanboy category, sure, whatever. I like Elon Musk and I the, like what he's doing. And I only, like the, all of their technology yeah. that they're working on, right? The only um, problem I have with him, uh, well, not the only, but there's a few. So I, with I love Bernie it. or with Elon with with Elon. Okay, uh, is one, watch it. No, I'm, uh, I'm just I'm gonna be truthful. It might not be popular with some of our listeners or people yeah. who are watching, but first of all, he, he's taken over two billion dollars in government money subsidies subsidies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's not like this self made. He was a self made millionaire, not a self made billionaire. He had twenty two million in like nineteen ninety nine. So he, he had some money in the late nineties, but he took over two two billion dollars in subsidies, which is just a redistribution of wealth mm-hmm. when you take it from me and give it to him. Secondly, obviously he doesn't have a biblical worldview, and that makes me a little nervous when he's talking about plugging into uh, brain stems and, and AI and things like that. Neuralink, <clears throat> Neuralink. Thank yep. you. I don't mind when guys like Rod Martin talking about it. Mm-hmm. And he's on the podcast and he's like, oh my gosh. He wants to have a fleet of ships. <laughs> he of, has uh, Rod yeah, Martin, rocket ships. We know Rod Martin has a biblical worldview. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that uh, the Gary DeMars of the world, when they're talking about futurist things, have a biblical worldview. When you have Elon Musk, um, not so biblical, uh, and it just, it gets, a, you gotta, you really gotta watch it because. I think, I think that the, the thing that, um, I think my point that I'm trying to make is just that he is doing something that they want. Correct. And they're like, oh, but wait a second. You still owe us. You know, <laughs> right. we still need more from you, you know, and especially your money. And like, just like we said on our uh, capitalism show, mm-hmm. I mean, is there really a point where someone needs $250 billion? I don't think so. But like he employs 90,000 people. I'm pretty sure the last figure that yeah. I saw. So he's actually trying to, uh, uh Oh, did we go offline? So he's actually, so. you know, helping families and, and doing these things. And it'd be great if, uh, if Elon heard, you know, the, uh, the this true podcast. gospel this podcast. and came on our podcast. <laughs> come you know, on, it's crazy on, though. Elon. Let's talk. About I it. think he would though. I, that's what I, I if think we could it would just be. Reach him, if yeah, we could yeah, get right? to him, I bet you'd be crazy enough to do it. I think he would. I think he'd totally do it, but no, but I totally hear what you're saying. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Rod Martin would be the one to watch <laughs> in that. And, but yeah, I mean, there are the, but like what I'm saying though, is there's makers and there's takers and there's Absolutely. people that, you know, will never stop taking it seems that way anyway. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, I don't want to go on for 30 minutes on this subject. So we could. It, it, we could, and we did. So if you guys, it's actually one of our more popular episodes, capitalism. Uh, just me and you, yeah. uh, the, the biblical principles of capitalism, mm-hmm. it's probably what, two or three months old now at this yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. So think, go back in, so. go go back in, Dead Men Walking Podcast, uh, dmwpodcast.com, uh, or just find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Go back a few months and listen to that, and we spent about a good 40 minutes yeah. on the biblical principles of capitalism. We talked about taxing the rich at a hundred percent. Right. Um, which kind of, if you don't mind, that brings me into the next yeah, yeah, subject totally. I wanted to bring up. I yep. came across this, uh, MSNBC news article. I do like to, uh, you know, kind of surf and cruise across, uh, mainstream media just to keep up on what they're saying and what the agenda is. This one caught my eye. It says opinion. Do us Christians want to tax the rich? The answer might surprise you but not Jesus. <laughs> All right. So it's a little clickbaity, right? There we go. So you click on it and I'm just going to give you about half the article because it's long and drawn out and mostly opinion, but it's got a poll in there. It says too often Christian politics gets reduced to abortion and same sex marriage topics. Jesus never talked about untrue, but 
Okay. The Gospels do record him speaking out about economic justice, though. Okay, another kind of false narrative, straw man. Who was it? Uh, I think it was either James White or R.C. Sproul said, if you have to put a word in front of justice, it's no longer justice, right? Yeah, Justice. So there's no such thing as economic justice. Mm -hmm. Jesus didn't talk about that. But anyway, it says Jesus... Chocolate Knox. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give it it the Chocolate Knox. Chocolate Knox, buddy. We're going to give you that... I did see a meme, honestly, that he put out that that had that that, had that quote. But it it could have. I mean, he could have. You know, Noxy baby, you get that one. He could have borrowed it. Yeah, and go follow Chocolate Knox on Instagram and uh, Twitter. He's always got good posts. Uh, He's one third of Cross Politic, which we like those guys over there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesus taught that it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Okay, so this is MSNBC. So you're going to hear a lot of twisted scripture. Yeah, but it's going to get me to my point. His words came to mind as I watched Jeff Bezos board his private spaceship in July. <laughs> it seemed easier today for a billionaire to launch himself into space than for Congress to you know, pass a law that says we need to tax the rich. Uh, but it goes on and it says, many Christians in the United States and America at large favor raising taxes on rich people and corporations according to recent polls. 60% of self-identifying Christians, which when I read an article like this, I'm always questioning. Maybe this is why I kind of have, I don't know, maybe a Righteous anger. Not a righteous anger, but I feel like some (laughs) people have said, oh, wow, you really have a gift of teaching, whatever that means. And I just go, well, no, I just, I'm always questioning. I go, okay, first of all, self-identifying Christians by what, by what standard, right? By like what means. So yeah. Uh, believe that upper-income people pay too little in taxes, according to an April Morning Consult political poll, while 62% of Christians, okay, believe corporations pay too little in taxes, and 77% of Christians in the same poll agreed that the wealthiest Americans should pay higher taxes, Mm -hmm. while 71% said the same about corporations, according to another spring poll from America's for Tax Fairness. Uh, And then it says 60% of Protestants and 68% of Catholics support raising taxes on the wealthy and corporations. So has there ever been an article written that said what the Muslim community thought of, you know, like, like, just like they try to pull, I'm sure it's out there. All Christianity. All into the yeah yeah all together into this one little un, under one little umbrella you know this is what all Christians think no so I don't agree with most of that <laughs> yeah you know it's like well herein lies the problem and why you and I always define terms on the podcast whoops, Jason. sorry everybody um <laughs> you'd bounce, I, I, I was mad no I'm joking uh, this is why we always define terms too because uh, just like it's hard to say like what's evangelical mean now. Right. What does Christian mean? This is why I love Ligonier. Shout out to Ligonier Ministries. My wife and I, we support them. We mm. send them money. They're doing good work. We mm-hmm. loved RC Sproul. We get Table Talk. Oh, That's yeah. my little 10-second commercial for Ligonier, guys. Table Go check them out. great. So good. Have, uh, every uh, ed- uh, epi- or not episode, edition, edition or whatever it yeah. is for the last yeah. three or four years. Mm. But they do a poll every year, and they pull 25,000 people, and they ask the, the, the questions to define Christianity. Do you believe in the Trinity? Do you believe in Orthodox Christianity with these three or four points. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do do you believe that Christ is the son of God? Right. And they go through and what they found was like 68% of the 25,000 people they pulled at random that identified as Christian, 68% of them did not believe that Christ was the son of God. So 68%. Good grief. So, so when you hear in this article, Oh, Christians air quotes, believe that we should tax the rich. Well, what what are we saying? Are we is is it we're saying basically what I'm saying is the word Christian is now loosely thrown around, just mm-hmm. like your point was, mm-hmm. and they just group them into all. Oh yeah, I believe that there's something out there. Right. You're a Christian. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So you're it's, gonna go to heaven. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you're a Christian. Then. Yeah, you must yeah. be a Christian. Okay. 
But don't believe, you know, in the Trinity. Don't believe that Christ was a deity. Don't believe yeah. in Orthodox Christianity. Don't believe that you, if you if you live by Romans one and Romans five, that you know there Thank might you. be issues. Yeah. So my point is, is when I read through that uh, that kind of news story, and you've got MSNBC pumping out this garbage with these vague terms. Mm-hmm. 80% or whatever it was, right, 62% right. of Christians and 68% of uh, Catholics believe you're, that the te- the rich aren't paying their fair share. It's like, well, who are you polling and right. how are they identifying And themselves? what area of the country are you polling? <laughs> That's true. Too. You know, like, yeah. are you are you polling people in LA or yeah. Los New York? Angeles and New York City? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even, or even, hey, if you're, are you polling people in the deep South? You know, it's like, yeah. okay, there's going to be a difference of opinion in all three of those places. Yeah, so I I would just say this. This is kind of off subject, but anyone who reads through a news article or or, or through a poll, always go and find like what the polling size was, mm-hmm. who did it, was it a double blind or single, like uh, what were the questions asked? Like, find just don't quote a poll. Right, poll are like well, statistics we and numbers. Seeing that with uh, make them say anything you want. The election stuff, you know, like yeah. you, you would start seeing that on Fox or CNN. Well, this many people think this about the president. Okay, well. You know, who did you poll? Did you poll just conservatives? Right. You know, did you poll uh, 82% conservatives and 18% liberals? You know, like, like who are you polling? So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's just crazy because, yeah, well, we saw that in 2016, right? Yeah. All the polls said Hillary Clinton, 98% chance right. to win. And then it's like, <laughs> right. it was like a self-serving poll. Who, who was, who yeah. <laughs> Out of, out of 100 Hillary Clinton donate, don, uh, supporters donors, and donators, yeah, yeah. donors, 98 said she would win. Right, right. So, well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Of Which, course they're going to say that. That's a crazy thing, too. This is kind of off subject. I'll let you get Oh, you're fine. Next, no, you're, uh, thing this there. is loose, man. Yeah, it is loose. But there's this awesome thing about uh, the psychology of self-fulfilling, or not self-fulfilling, but the psychology of being wrong mm. to where people, when presented with facts that are contrary to what they just said, will actually double down because they would rather be wrong uh, or not wrong, but wrong about the subject. Hmm. And they did it with it, one of the examples was like Jimmy Kimmel. Well, he'll go around to people in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and he'll give them uh, Hillary Clinton's. This was a couple of years ago. Hillary Clinton's top oh, five yeah, yeah. economic yeah, plans. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he would, and they go, yeah, we love Hillary Clinton. That, yep, right. I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, well, she didn't actually say it. She didn't right? say it. Trump said it. Yeah, yeah. And they would literally say, no, you're lying. <laughs> right. That's not true. Like they I remember that. It's like this psychological yeah. thing to where you double down because you don't want to be wrong. You believe in your own statements or, uh-huh. or thoughts so much. Huh. Yeah, it's just crazy. That's interesting. And that's kind of what you see uh, when you see these type of polls, too. But um, I don't know. What else What else we got? Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of rambled I, there. Sorry. I, no, you're totally fine, man. Um, uh, I pulled an, an article just about the new variant um, and wh- what it did to the Dow Jones futures. Um, and uh, yeah, so anyway, um, Dow Jones futures rose Sunday evening, which is right now. Actually, I don't know if everybody knows this or not, but the Dow Jones, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, um, the futures start on Sunday night at 6 p.m. So the market actually opens on Monday, you know, but the futures start on Sunday night at 6 p.m. Okay. But uh, anyway, tonight. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, yeah. So Dow Jones futures rose Sunday evening along with S&P 500 futures and NASDAQ futures with crude oil, 
Treasury yields and Bitcoin also rebounding after Friday's sell-off. All eyes are on the newly discovered, I am going to say that word wrong, Omicron. Omicron. I think it's Omicron. O- Omicron. It? Sounds like a transformer or something. <laughs> um, variant. It is a transformer, right? Following, yeah, hey, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, following Friday's sell-off. So, um, so on Friday, the, the, uh, the Dow dropped a thousand points. Okay. Um, the NASDAQ dropped about 300 points. And I mean, the, these, what was that all about uh, the few, the, I mean, it's just the scarce, you know, people are, are scared okay. in the market. So they hear, they hear a new variant. So they think, oh, there might be lockdowns, you know, or, or, you know, business supply chain might get, um, might get halted or, or things might not show up for business to continue to produce, um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not giving any type of advice here. Obviously uh, not. Not at uh, all. But isn't that the time to buy when people are like a little fearful? Warren Buffett says when people are fearful, fearful be greedy, right? Be greedy. And when, yeah. they're greedy, when they're greedy, be fearful. Be fearful. So wouldn't, you, yes. wouldn't this be like kind of, if you're doing this every day or this is your business, wouldn't you want to look at those dips and go, maybe I should? So the thing about the dips with the, with the um, what are we calling it tonight? The virus, the virus, um, the, with the V with the virus, uh, you don't know how low it will go, <laughs> you know? Right. So if people really get afraid and they just are just like, I need to lock some profits. I don't know where the market's going to go. I'm not right. a long shareholder. I'm just going to sell now and wait until it really bottoms out like March of 2020 and just see where it stops, you know, and then it yeah. starts coming back up. Some people will start taking advantage of certain stocks like, like, uh, Moderna, um, bio and tech, uh, Pfizer, you know, all these different, um, um, jab yeah uh, how about the fact that moderna was 18 dollars a share in january of 2020 and now it's trading at like over 300 bucks it's over 300 i think their top out was like 480 490 i I don't quote me but yeah man it's it's wild i mean especially if you took biotech stocks are really really erratic man like someday yeah man because if you're holding it overnight say somebody says you know something something might not have worked out as as well or you start hearing about more deaths or you know it not working as much it's just gonna drop like a rock overnight i mean i'm talking like 30 40 points and i mean it's not a rock to most people but you know to me if 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 something drops 30 or 40 dollars i mean i'm looking at that like (gasps) (laughs) you know especially if you have a thousand shares it's like you drop 50 grand like right there yeah Um, but yeah man i mean it's it's there's a way that the market works where people will take advantage of this drop some people will get lucky and you know maybe doctors will just say on monday like don't even worry about it this is just another um another variant another thing shows up and you know maybe they'll maybe they'll say well all the jabs that everybody has, it's going to cover it. So don't even worry about it, you know. But right now they're saying that unvaccinated are actually causing this. Wait, they're saying causing, the unvaccinated are causing, are causing the new variant. new variant? Yeah. Because How is that possible? I have, I have no <laughs> They just got it out for us. <laughs> I know, right? You know? It's just. Like, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, exactly. You non-unvaccinated, healthy, have perfect <laughs> right. immunity. Yeah, yeah. Get it a second time. It barely affects you. Right. People, oh my gosh, it's just crazy. You got all the antibodies. Yeah. You're going to be just fine. Oh, you have an immune system that that you know 
They're even, it. They're even socialist in their antibodies. Right, we got to right. share them antibodies. Right, right. <laughs> or if you don't, if, if if no, if not everyone has them, then you can't have them. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Even that's like envious. Yeah. But yeah. So I mean, what what do you think? Do you think we're going to see a bounce back on the? On oh yeah, we will. Like that on the we, market. We will. I I mean, and again, this is this is entertainment purposes only. Yep. I am not telling anybody <laughs> what to do with your finances <laughs> whatsoever. Um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think this week will be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because it's you know they're going to study it a little bit more who knows this could be a two two week process three week process a month long process who knows um but any type of fear that is taken out of the market it's usually the politicians that are man i keep hitting this mic okay. it's usually the politicians um that are creating the fear whenever yeah. whenever this starts to happen in the market though you know this is that's where you're usually seeing the fear and if a doctor actually comes out and says something positive about it it seems to get brushed to the side well you know bernie says or biden says or whoever said that this could cause you know yeah. years and years and years of problems you know and and it i mean in this case we don't know where this stops right, right. like i mean really this this has gone on for what Coming was it 10 days 10 days to to oh, i thought you meant about the the curve virus yeah 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 yeah, fifteen days to flatten it. Flatten now it, we're two, now almost we're two years into it. Two years into it, so Crazy. who knows where it stops? But market wise, the market will dump, but it always, always comes back. And I and I text, um, I message David Bonson here and there, uh, just yeah. just you know here and there, like a couple of uh, messages on Instagram. And shout out to David. David. But uh, he is with the Bonson Group. He is on Fox. He said he'd News. come on the program. Come on, Ex- yeah, man. He needs I know you're to, busy, man. but you can get in here. But he we'll does Fox business and I mean, he's, all, he's all over, uh, anything financial. Um, but he is a very, very wise man, but he said this year is a, uh, the 600 point drops and rebounds. Mm-hmm. This is the lowest it's been in years past. So what does so, that mean? So 600 point drop would be, you know, like, like the Dow going from right. 10,000 to um, 9,000, 9,4. Yep. 9, well, what, what does he mean? It's been the lowest. I mean, just, so he's just, saying as many like times as it's up, it's not like big swings. It's well, like no, no, no. He's, he's saying that it's, it's dropped 600 points and gained it back, you know? Right. But it usually in the past, it'll do that. It'll drop 600 points a lot more. And then, and then rebound. So I get just, just think of it as like uh, it's doing it once a month right now, but it usually does it twice a month. I don't really know what right. the statistic is, but right. you know that's just what he was saying. So, you know, the thousand point drop doesn't bother a long term investor, though. So yeah, but uh, but anyway, yeah, it's well. Let's okay. So let's switch gears here a minute because yeah. um, we'll go from your industry to my industry because yeah. I came across something too that I wanted to talk about. I thought it was it'll let me vent a little bit too because mm-hmm. I always tell people Zillow as a realtor is the bane of our existence um, hmm. because well. We'll get into that in a minute. So Zillow came out uh, last year and they said, hey, we're going to do this thing where we're, we're going to start this whole department where we buy houses and then we basically flip them and sell them. Uh, but we're going to buy them on our Zillow estimate and basically an automated valuing tool. And uh, we're going to make all this money. We're going to make, uh, you know, 
essentially uh, real estate uh, easier to to perform because we're just going to charge a transaction fee and we're going to get rid of the realtor, right? Mm. Now, they, they bought all these houses and they made all this money, I think, last year in first quarter. And then <laughs> this quarter they came out and they just went, oh my gosh, we're paying way too much for, <laughs> too much money for these houses. <laughs> so now they said, oh, we're going to liquidate and we're going to sell them all uh, by the end of the year because we're going to be upside down and we're going to shut we're going to keep the the segment open of the company open, but we're just going to sell everything we have because we, we might be left holding a bag here if the market really has a downturn because we overpaid. Now, a little background on this, why I chuckle one is because if anyone's a realtor or a broker or works in real estate, you know how inaccurate Zillow is. They're either uh, vastly uh, too, you know, they'll give you a Zillow estimate and it's way too too high, way too low. It's just, it's nowhere near what the actual market is because in real estate, there there are extenuating circumstances, but for the most part, it's a pretty pure, uh, free market. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone's only going to pay what they're, you know, what they're willing to purchase it for. Obviously there's things that manipulate that interest rates and obviously scarcity and, and, you know, certain areas and demographics and uh, all that stuff. But for the most part, you seek equilibrium with a, with a free market and all Zillow does is pull old uh, public data and things like that. So it's, it's never accurate. So the first thing you're combating as a realtor or broker is, Oh, Zillow said my house is worth 400,000. And you go, well, no, it's, you know, the market, there's 300 or 325 and they, they seem a little disappointed. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, years ago, so I, so to, to bring this around, what, why I'm laughing at this is because in the first three years of my real estate career, all I did was broker priced opinions, which were 50 page reports, six comps, three sold, three listed. I would go out and I'd value hmm. for banks doing foreclosures for the mm-hmm. city of Detroit, for the mayor. I did 10,000 houses in the city of Detroit. So in 12 counties in Michigan, I'd go out and tell them the value. This house is worth this. I would be all over the state and we did more. Uh, my father and I, as a business, we did more of those valuations than any other brokerage in the state of Michigan for 2011, 12, 13, and 14. Yeah. We just pumped them out. We got really good at them. Uh, the uh, Zillow and the MLS and, and banks wanted to b- uh, buy all that data from us that we were cultivating because they didn't want to pay the realtors to do that. But that's why you needed boots on the ground because every market's a little bit different. Right, Jason, I would go into Detroit and there would be a hundred year old brick house, wrought iron fence, lions at the front mansion, 10, 10 bedrooms, uh, you know, gorgeous, yeah, yeah. right? Perfectly manicured, burnout on one side, drug, drug, drug house on the other uh-huh. vacant lot across the street. And I had to value the house at maybe this is 2000, you know, 10 or 11, mm-hmm. maybe 30 or $40,000. Serious. If I had a, if I could have picked up that house and moved it 20 miles North, yeah. it would be a three to $4 million right, house. Right. So location is important, right? Yeah. And that's what they needed was kind of boots on the ground. And in, in my eyes as a, as a broker mm-hmm. to go, okay, this is what I think it's worth. Well, Zillow thought that they could cut that out and go, oh, we don't need people to actually tell us in an area. We'll just use these automated tools that go, well, within a 15-mile radius, all these houses are selling for this, so we'll purchase. Well, guess what? You can have a five-mile radius where you have vastly different values, right? Yeah. Depending on little pockets and things like that. So uh, I, I saw that, and... Zillow said, oh my gosh, we, we lost our rear ends. We're losing billions of dollars because right. they were just out there buying up houses. Just buying houses like Because they thought, you know, well, hey, the market will bear it. And that's, you know, and people always need houses and scarcity is low. But at the end of the day, you do need some type of, like I said, boots on the ground, some real uh, professionals looking at it and saying, no, this is what it's actually worth. Yeah. Uh, and pr- appraisers do the same thing. 
um, well, they, you know, actually we do different things, brokers and appraisers, but similar things to where they actually give an official value appraisers do. And, and they've been b- being cut out of the process as well. So I chuckled to myself when I read this. Now, my, my thought was my first, once again, this is just the way I read things. I go, yeah. hmm, did Zillow want to dump all these because they need to make their money back? Or are they dumping those because they, like most, I don't want to say most, I have a personal opinion that we're going to see a little bit of a bubble burst probably within the next year mm-hmm. just because of what the market dynamics are. There's brokers that disagree with me. That's fine. They can have their own opinion. Uh, I will say I was right about 2000. 2008, back in 2006, when mm-hmm. I was screaming at the rooftops that something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Different situation, though, than now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. 2008 is not right. now, so right. let's just get that clear. But my brain goes, are they are they dumping all these houses? In, they may take a loss, but then that way they have cash flow so are in the they, next year to then just buy them back up again when yeah, we see exactly. a little bit of a bust. <laughs> right. I mean, that's that's what I would do. If so, I was the are they, so are they buying j- just... For instance, buying a two hundred fifty thousand dollars house, which is really only worth one hundred seventy five thousand, and then selling it for two thirty. Well, now they waiting. Are. Like, how that, are they? How that, like, that wasn't the that wasn't the process to begin with. They okay. would just go, "Hey, look at the market is increasing so quickly. One, even if we break even on it, we're going to make a one percent transaction fee, and that's where we'll make it." Okay. So let's say they buy, you know, a uh, hundred and fifty thousand houses nationwide uh-huh. for four and a half billion dollars. Yeah, they go. It, it's appreciating so quickly that if we make a profit on it, that's great. Even if we break even, we're going to make one percent on the sale. So we'll yeah. make three grand on that three hundred thousand, almost becoming like an agent. That's how right. agents gotcha. and brokers get paid. Gotcha. Well, then they realize you just can't go out there and automate your value and buy a house for three hundred thousand. Yeah, sell it for two fifty and make one percent. You made twenty five hundred, but you lost fifty grand. Right, just right, like you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they're upside down. Yeah. I can't remember the exact numbers, but it's it's billions. Gosh, man. So they're upside down and they're trying to liquidate before the end of the year. But my brain just goes, yeah. One, you want to make your money back, but two, uh, you want to have some, you know, some some cash flow to yeah. where if we do see a receding, which I believe it's in a year, and that's a whole different episode. If you mm-hmm. want my professional opinion on why I think we're going to see some home prices, we should re- recede, you should really do that. You should uh, definitely in, do that in a year. Um, they would have cash flow to then just buy them back. Yeah. You yeah, know? that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, so th- that was a fun one. If you're interested in real estate or the housing market, go read that whole article. Um, you can find just put in you know Zillow. Yeah, in in like a Google news search. I saw. I keep seeing crazy. this one meme where this guy says Zillow bought my house for X amount of money and then came back to me and asked if I wanted to buy it back <laughs> for like a cheaper amount. Like like that it, would it be was the, something that crazy. Would be this situation. Like he he sold it to them for three hundred twenty five grand. They came back to him and was like, "Hey, you want to buy your house back for two hundred seventy-five grand?" Yep, that's what's going on right now. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That's so crazy, man. Well, so the their point is, so here's what most people would say: if if Zillow doesn't think the market is going to go down, you know, have a downward turn, then just hold hold on to your assets, <laughs> right? Because right. they might not appreciate as fast as you thought, but they'll still appreciate. Yeah. Why right. are they doing a complete fire sale right now? Right. And taking fifth, you know. 10, 20, 30% losses. They know something. Most likely because they're betting, they're hedging their bets against next year. Right. Which, um, 
you know, prime interest and what the Fed is doing mm-hmm. and uh, what the average house sale is and what the average medium income is and inflation all plays into that right. totally interest different situation rates, yeah. than 2008. But you're essentially pushing the middle class out of being able to purchase a house. Right. Um, and like I said, I'm not going to get into that tonight. That's a 45 minute uh, conversation, but yeah. maybe we do cover it somewhere else. But I wanted to bring it up for Newsy News because that's a big, that's kind of an indicator. Yeah. Housing market's a big uh, indicator in, in our economy, just like inflation is uh, super important to watch. Um, consumer price index important to watch stock market is important to watch oh yeah uh, housing market is. And I kind of feel blessed that you and I are in like two markets that the, really are on the pulse of the economy. Yeah, man. We're yeah. kind of at the forefront of like, it. It, it kind of gives you a little, <laughs> right. You know, a little, little advantage, a little advantage, into, yeah, man. you know, seeing into the future a little Gosh, bit. If huh? you, if you can get into some of these stocks, entertainment purposes only, by the way, <laughs> Disclosure. I am not a financial advisor, Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's the, yeah, it's a place to be yeah. ladies and gentlemen. It is fun though. Yeah, absolutely. Is. You got anything else? As That's we close it, man. It out? That's it. We yeah, forty five minutes. We went a little bit longer. We were like, let's just try to keep it around twenty five minutes. <laughs> we we said okay, really quick. I'm just gonna for oh, everyone listening it. to like our our thought process is well, we only got three four subjects. Can yeah. we stretch that to twenty minutes? And then we always like, right. forty five minutes later. <laughs> Uh, hopefully you guys stuck with us the whole time Yeah, if you did, but okay. As we wrap this up, I do want to say this, um, guys, we appreciate you so much. First of all, all all of the people who are giving us feedback, um, who are listening, who are telling a friend couldn't do it without you. I think Jason, you feel the same way, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, that we can't grow without you telling people we don't advertise. First of all, no, um, we have not Not advertised. I think what we might've like, like plugged one post or yeah. something for like 10 bucks on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we don't advertise and we're constantly growing. Um, we've been growing from the day that we started on April mm-hmm. 11th, 2020. So I want to say a heartfelt thank you to all of our yep. listeners and friends and family who listen and then share it and tell other people about it. Um, yeah. All glory to God on that. Also, we've got some crazy, and I got to tell you after we go offline, yeah, uh, I got some new merch ideas. I know you do too. Nice. We got some crazy merch, guys, yeah, at our, our site. It's pretty cool. <laughs> we've got uh, Mari Povich, uh, the, the Bible determined that was a lie. Uh, we've got uh, Wineum Dynum Ro- Romans, Romans Nineum. <laughs> we've got uh, some keep Arminians. CRT in school. Keep CRT in school. Yeah. Christian, uh, Christian reform, reform theology. theology. Let's make you, sure we say that. <laughs> yeah, you guys need to go check out yeah. our merch site. Go to uh, www.dmwpodcast.com. We made the shirts. Uh, they're they're extra high quality. They're like mm-hmm. buy and try blends. And then we've also lowered the price to where most shirts. You know, podcasts are charging yeah. 25, 30 bucks a shirt. We got them at 22 bucks. Right. We want to make them affordable. They're great stocking stuffers and they help support the show. Yeah. It allows us to do things like have a website, mm-hmm. stream live to you, uh, go to conferences and cover them for yeah. you, G3 and yeah. Fight, Laugh, Feast and all those other things that we go to. So we so appreciate uh, you guys going there and supporting us at www.dmwpodcast.com. Yep. Click on the merch tab and then you can check through, uh, look through all those shirts. We do appreciate it. Jason, uh, what do you got for the folks before we head out? Later, dudes. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> the man of, uh, well, not tonight. Few I was going to say a few words, but not tonight, man. You got I, had, I had you a few things deep, to say tonight. I like it. No, I'm joking. I, I like it. I, I'm always, you got I'm deep always on the so stock scared. I, I, I get too scared. Well, this microphone is scary, guys. I don't know if everybody knows that. But. I will say this, too. But we were built, not built with a, a spirit of fear. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> for, for an introvert. 
uh, yeah. for an introvert, I'm, you do very well. I'm like a, I'm like an in between. Are guy. you in between? I'm in between. Okay, yeah, yeah. you do very well on a microphone. Yeah. Thank like you, it. thank you. So, guys, thanks so much for listening. Make sure you comment. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all those places at Dead Men Walking mm-hmm. Podcast. And as always. God bless. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips, or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.